Hello, I'm your host, Critical, and this is Critical Blues Reviews, and I will be discussing The Nun. But before I do, I wanted to uh, bring up something that I've uh, that I'm doing and it sacrifices my music. Unfortunately, I definitely love to kick Cuddy at the end. So what I'm what am I sacrificing my, my music for? It's actually for donations. Yeah, of course, fortunately, I uh, can't have the music on, you know, on the uh, podcast and, you know, accept donations or, or get money from uh, from it. But to the listeners, I do have listener support for the podcast now. And if you'd like to drop a donation, show, so show some love, you know, if you're entertained, you know, I want to continue to entertain, you know. I don't want to get to the point where I can't do it, you know, but, you know, just show some love. Show your brother that you y'all out there and y'all listening to me. And um, so that's a uh, listener support. Um, it should be somewhere in there while you're listening to it. Um, but back to The Nun. Yes, The Nun, uh, which is directed by Corin Hardy. Um, Corin Har- Hardy also directed Hot The Hollow. I haven't seen the hollow. I saw the trailer for it. It looked okay. I might, you know, check it out. See, you know, see what he's about. Um, but uh, yeah, you have the hollow that he directed, and also uh, you have a few. Oh, before I even start there, I want to talk about something interesting about this movie. Even before the movie started, it had pretty good trailers. Like there were trailers that I saw in this movie I didn't see. I'm, I'm usually ahead of trailers on my computer. So, uh, you know, just going through the computer, whatever the case. But, yeah, I, I saw a trailer for Overlord that looked good. Um, Hellfest. Um, that looked like something. You know, it might be a surpriser. You know, it might be a whatever type trailer. And then you go see it and you might get blown away. And J-Lo has a movie coming out called uh, The Second Act or In The Second Act. So, well, no, no, it's called Second Act. Excuse me. And so, yeah, um, I think... Uh, uh, that was interesting because um, I didn't see the trailers before. But you also have um, well, back to the nun. Oh, oh, yeah. The other thing, too, man, about movies, I got to figure out the right time to go to the restroom because, I, you know, I'd be having to go right there at a good point. So I try to, like, you know, count the minutes because I was like, all right, it's slowing down now. I'm almost good at that, you know, going to the restroom at the right time, you know, during the movie. But, um, yeah, so about this movie, the visual was cool. It didn't make me, f- it didn't feel corny or anything like that or fake. I mean, certain parts, it was like, you know, you know, it, it, it wasn't elaborate, but it did enough. You know, it did enough for what the movie was worth. Um, it didn't make, like I said, it didn't feel cheap at all um the sound was deafening and it was a cheat code meaning that it didn't really i don't know it it it, it, there weren't any really scary points that happened like that made me jump out my seat it was mainly the sound or the score the music actually made things uncomfortable rather than the actual movie making things uncomfortable like you know it was just mad loud to me and it was just like all right i feel i feel what this trying to do you know but i'm like is this really necessary though you know 
but um it, it made yeah it, that it made it intense but i think the visual should have made the movie more intense like if the visual was more intense than actual music i think you know i would have respected it because the music wouldn't have stuck out you know i wouldn't have known that the scariest thing about or most uncomfortable thing about this movie is the music you know or the sound how how loud it is okay so i noticed that which was different i really i, re I might have noticed that once or twice in my life and other movies but that was different but um the intro was cool you know how it started off uh, the movie tried to show you the legend of the nun um well they tried to do the best they could but unfortunately it didn't give for longevity um because you know each killer from maybe freddie jason michael myers which is coming out soon uh, i'm not a big fan of michael myers but i'm gonna check it out though but um yeah I, I think he i know he came out before jason if i'm not mistaken but i, I just like jason jason is cold but anyway that's a different story we'll talk about that when michael myers come out but yeah so the thing is about the killers between freddie jason and michael myers still give him his props he's a legend you know but uh the thing is they have kill scenes adult kill scenes that they do something that makes you be like yeah that's that dude you know what i'm saying like i ain't trying to be in the room with him the nun they failed at that i felt like they could have given her something to kind of make you you know like it, she could have been like i think the hype around her she's the first horror character i feel that had hype around her like they had teasers because you rarely had universal other than stephen king universal or you know like a world type you know movie horror movie or whatever the case like like how would you do a, a marvel movie but you know you know other than stephen king but it was like uh i don't know i feel they could have done more to kind of make her uh you know, be to be a legend and uh, they failed at that you know hey they kind of failed at that uh, that's where i felt the lun the nun lacks yeah it was hype around her we had a chance she had a chance to become a legend and she just didn't and so you know she's going to fall behind in the wayside and she's just going to be like an annabelle which i can't stand um but we, you know later on that but um out of the characters uh, my least favorite character was uh father burke because uh he was brave in weird moments it was like you know they going in the dark church he asks you know another you know guide that was with him yeah, they asked uh, he asked the guy, you know, to go in first or whatever the case. And, you know, to show that, you know, he, he felt a little, you know, uncentered about going inside, I believe, this church or sanctuary or whatever. And so now all of a sudden when spirit, you know, supernatural crap is happening, all of a sudden he's brave. He has this mutton face that he makes. It's like a frown, like somebody drew a frown on his face. And he just makes his face. And I just like I, I guess it, that's what agitates me about it is the fact that, OK, one minute you know he didn't he, when nothing's going on you're uncomfortable but then when you got supernatural stuff happening you're just unbelievably brave uh, unbelievably brave you know like like he's some type of i don't know you know character that gets power off of fear you know what i'm saying like nah it's, it was just weird that part and the, and the face he made when he becomes brave i hated his face but i mean the actor he did he did cool he did cool i'm not not hating on the actor it's just, I, i'm not feeling that character Frenchie, that was the guy who he asked to go inside, uh, you know, and in, into the little church first because, you know, he felt uncomfortable about going in first. Frenchie was the comic relief, but he was light comic relief, like real, real light. You know what I'm saying? Light comic relief. 
So they didn't want they didn't want it to be silly, you know, because that would have totally changed the tone of the film. So they really had to um, dial him down a little bit, you know, do funny things here and there. Um, he had his, you know, horror scene, you know, so it was kind of like, you know, what's going to happen to him? Is he, you know, happen to him? Is he going to survive? You know, you know. So they try to make him a likable character, but um, I mean, he was just alright to me, you know, like, you know. I was almost said something, but yeah, he, he was alright to me either way. Um, but uh, so you had Sister Irene; she was the uh, the lead cat, the lead uh, character, excuse me, and um, uh, she was a good character to me. Um, she was somewhat uh, looking uh, down upon because of not completing her final vows, and I, I think I didn't, I really didn't. I, I'm just noticing I didn't go through my character. I didn't tell you anything about the character, so I'm explaining this stuff. I and mean, people are probably like, what the hell are you talking about? Cause, but anyway, yeah, my bad. I didn't go through the characters. So you have Father Burke. That's the mutton face guy that I don't like as a character. Um, he's being played by uh, Dumaine uh, Bicher. Um, he's uh, played on The Hateful Eight and Machete Kills. Remember Machete? And also you have Sister Irene, who I mentioned, who's the main and the lead, uh, played by Tessa Farmigo. Farmiga, um, you know her from American Horror Story if you watch American Horror Story. She was like, I think she had a pretty big role with the witches, that, that story. She's also with Final Girls. I like Final Girls. Um, it was interesting outtake, but well, you know, that's a different story. Um, then you have uh, Frenchie, who I mentioned, it was comic relief, played by, light, light comic relief, played by Jonas Blockett. Um, he was on Val Valerian. And also the nun, you know, the infamous nun that could have been a legend, but for some reason they held her back. I don't know why. But uh, yeah, anyway, played by Bonnie Aarons. Uh, you might see her, you know, in Drag Me to Hell um, and The Conjuring 2. And basically the story is about a nun who commits suicide and the Vatican sends for a priest and a fledging nun that hasn't said her final vows technically she's not a nun then because you know they kind of treat her like an outsider you know like you know the rest of the nuns it, it was kind of like you know you haven't done your final vows so you're kind of you know uh, you're affiliated but you're not the real deal so you're gonna have to sit out this meeting you know what i mean stuff like that you know but um they're sent uh, out to romania to investigate the suicide of a nun and they come across a strong evil presence so that's the you know basically the premise or the log line for the nun um but yeah as i was as i was saying um sister irene was a good character um again you know she she was she was kind of like you know separated because you know of her not completing her vows as i mentioned um, the vibe I got from it was weird. I got like a, cause when I left out of the movie, I kind of was thinking like, oh, it'd be so awesome if, you know, cause I, if you all follow Nightmare on Elm Street, um, especially five, three and five, three and five was basically talking about Freddie's mother who was a nun. And, you know, by, by the time you get the, uh, part, you know, five, three, you know, she was kind of, you know, teased, but in part five, it was kind of like, all right, this is her background story. She was raped by a bunch of maniacs and that's where Freddie came from. Kind of lazily, you know, kind of lazy, like okay, lazily, kind of lazy, you know what I'm saying? But it was just something here's a Freddie backstory, you know, here, here, but here, watch Freddie kill people and make jokes. But 
Um, to get back to the story, I felt like this would be dope. By if the mother was the nun, you know, what if this was Freddie's mother? You know, I know it's it's not the case, but I was just making like, oh, that would be so awesome because you know that would be in the same universe, and it explains why Freddie is so you know effed up. But uh, to get back to reality of it, the reason why I bring that up is just certain scenes that they had in The Nun kind of were like Freddy-esque. Um, it was one where, I guess, Freddy on part five, Dream Child, where he was in the water. And um, I forgot the uh, black young lady's name, but she uh, I forgot the actress name. But she, you know, she was in there with Freddy, whatever the case. And he kind of like you know, it was in this dirty water, spitting the water out of his mouth, whatever. It was it was a scene like that with the nun. And they kinda like I think that maybe they sprinkled some dream child sauce on top of the nun. You know, it was a sprinkle. You know, certain things that kinda reminded me of it. And even make me walk out of the movie like, hey, wouldn't it be dope if, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street Five Dream Child, you know, uh the nun, his mother, was actually the nun, you know. Could they have some sauce that was sprinkled on it? Um, and just to let you know that it is a Conjuring spinoff. Uh, Conjuring was cool, a little slow. I had to, you know, that was during the whole Poltergeist times, and you had Insomnia, not Insomnia. Um, I forgot the, I forgot the name of the movie that uh, I think is, I think is Insomnia. It'll come to me. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. The little ghost movie where you had the old lady and the ghost, you know people or whatever the case i think that was i think that was i think that was the same thing anyway um yeah so anyway it's the conjuring spinoff and you have uh conjuring two one and two and the nun actually was featured in part two that's when we got a chance to meet the nun and from that point if you remember the scene where she was locked in the room and it was a painting of the nun on the wall a creepy painting and the nun, the painting actually runs off the wall. It is like holding itself, running toward her, which was like kind of creepy and funny at the same time. So that was pretty cool. You know what I mean? I, you know, that was interesting. An interesting, uh, uncomfortable death. Oh, not death, but an uncomfortable scare scene. But yet, you know, um, it still was, you know, funny. <laughs> you know, if you look at it enough. But um, you also had Annabelle and Annabelle Creation. Uh, that's part of the spinoff um, and they have a new one that's coming out called the uh, the cricket man so I forgot which movie he's on I have to actually go back slow horror it's cool but if it's going to be slow I'd rather have like you know some type of storyline where I'm into the characters not the fact that they're just a family that loves each other you know like something has to be going on they have to be dealing with issues or whatever i don't know if it'll take away from the actual horror but something has to be going on other than it's a boring story but you know at you know and so i probably have to rewatch those to kind of see you know but that's how i feel now you know but it was cool it was all right um you know it was it was an okay movie like i said the only uncomfortable thing about it was uh the sound the music and um, I don't know. I, I like how I do like how a Conjuring uh, world, the Conjuring world is reminiscent of the Friday, Friday, the 13th TV show. For people who are not familiar with Friday, the 13th TV show, it came on. I believe it, it came on right before Freddy's Nightmares. A lot of people don't even know about that. And these are TV shows. And, and it came on after Tales from the Dark Side and Monsters, whatever. 
But the thing about Friday the 13th TV show was it was these artifacts. And so like things will happen, like a couple, maybe three people, I can't remember. But they'll go out and solve the mystery of this uh, tainted or haunted artifact or whatever the case may be. And then once they, you know, that because you know, the artifact is the monster of the day. And once they, you know, beat it or whatever, they'll take the artifact and they keep it because they own like art, like a haunted artifact store. So like they don't sell anything, I don't believe like they might sell BS. But they actually, uh, they're just a front to get the haunted artifacts. And that's what I noticed, you know, about the whole Conjuring uh, films, like, because these artifacts. So, you know, you had Annabelle, you had the, the uh, with the little carousel that spun around. The, I forgot what you call the little, you know, uh, music box or whatever the case, which I, I didn't see that one. But, um, but yeah, you, you had, you know, other... Uh, artifacts that haunted artifacts that were there and just like friday the 13th you know so uh the series the tv show and so i thought that was cool and that's a good way and a quick way to you know get out there the different monsters and you know you can have certain things on there like certain things that might have happened in another movie it might be characters that led from you know one movie or it might came from one movie and died in another movie you know what i mean so i felt like that's pretty cool you know what I'm saying? To even have, you know, that, you know, something reminiscent of Friday, Friday the 13th, you know, TV show. Man, had nothing to do with Jason, by the way. It didn't. And that, that's what kind of lured me in. But I, I guess it stuck true to the name of Friday the 13th. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like a bad luck type of thing with bad luck type artifacts. Anyway, so, yeah, if you like the show, you know, let me know. Hit me up on Facebook at Critical Pittman, Critical Pittman, P-I-T-T-M-O-N, Critical with a K-R-I-T-I-C-A-L, P-I-T-T-M-O-N, Critical Pittman. And so um, tell me what you think. Um, also, uh, drop something for the listener support if you like the podcast. I'm trying to stop saying, um, now, now I really have to stop since I put it out there because it's going to be sticking out every time I do another another uh podcast and blah he's saying um again but yeah so okay for the rating i give this a six i give it a six so we're gonna do now we're not doing the plop no more everybody was disgusted you know is you know you know you got, you got people like that you got weird people out there yeah you know, i don't like to have fun but anyway uh yeah so my thing is now i have to take six shots so um because i gave it a six so here we go. Oh, that's one. Mm. That's two. Oh, that's three. Well, almost. This one's almost overflowed. Uh, that's five. Yeah, six, six shots, six shots of of of, of drink, real drink that exists. You know, mm, feeling loopy. So anyway, that's it for this podcast. The Nun. Hope you like. You know, hit me up with the listener support for the podcast if you enjoy the show. I hope you do. And one.